Welcome to the OmniTalk Spotlight Series, the series where we highlight the people, the technologies, and the companies that are shaping the future of retail. Today, we are joined by Tammy Coley, Chief Transformation Officer at Blackline. Tammy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Glad to be here. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. We were having a little fun conversation before getting the, before hitting record, and I think this is going to be a fun one. Uh, it seems like Tammy's got a lot of, you've got a great personality, so I can't wait to do this. Um, so the reason we had you on the show, there's been all this talk, you know, we follow retail pretty closely. You know, it's all been about, you know, contactless, the in-store shopping experience, yada, yada, yada. Like all that stuff matters. Don't get me wrong. But I think the other part of this whole equation, especially under COVID, is just how people are just doing work and fundamentally how that's changing, especially for everyone. And now we focus on retail and we think there's a particularly important dynamics there as well. So with that as a backdrop, let's start with the basic obvious question. We start all of our Spotlight podcast rooms, which is, what is Blackline? What does it do? And, and what is your role specifically? Awesome. So Blackline is a software, but we're so much more than that. We work with our customers to help them to modernize their accounting function. And I know you're thinking, well, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what so does that mean? mean? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very fancy. I like it. <laughs> this one's going to be good. This one's going to be good. It is so cool, though, because let me just tell you, many times we as accountants, you know, we went to school to learn how to produce accurate financial statements, right? But we get caught up in a bunch of just kind of manual routine work. We do reconciliations, we do journal entries, we do all kinds of great analysis, but we spend so much time ticking and tying and messing around in spreadsheets that we don't get to do the fun stuff that requires some judgment and and can really add more value to the organization. So what Blackline does is help us to reduce all of that um, that over-reliance on spreadsheets with all this manual routine work automate that stuff, get it out of the way so that we as accountants, we're empowered to add value to our organization at a whole new level. So I got to ask, okay, so you brought it up. I got to ask you that then. So, so you, cause you talked about going to school for accounting because not everyone's familiar with accounting. Like accounting is kind of this esoteric subject where, you know, people kind of understand it, but at the end of the day, you're right. It is this Incredible. In fact, Ann and I were talking about the other day. It's like, we have to look at our income statement. We have to look at our balance sheet and show exactly where our business has gone year over year because strategically it matters, right? Right. For people that are going to accounting school, like, you know, kind of what is kind of the general makeup of people that are doing that? And then what is it for you specifically that you find intriguing in terms of that strategic bend that you can put on the business? You know what? With with accounting, um, I, I know people think, People think we're boring. We are not. We are we're, we are some of the most awesome people. And it's not accounting. People think it's very much an exact science. And so a lot of people think, yeah, there's one way to do this. How we add value to our, our, the companies that we work for is when we're able to step away from the manual routine stuff that people think about and really get in there, understand what's going on in the business, and where there are opportunities to make a decision that could be a decision that better reflects how we really are performing as an organization, this is where we have an opportunity to get in there and use our judgment. This is what we went to school for, not to just be pushing things around on a spreadsheet. 
Yeah, that's interesting. It reminds me of business school. I mean, I remember my accounting professor always said accounting equals truth plus measurement error plus bias. And I have mass <laughs> good accounting jokes. I love about. it. <laughs> and so, I, so I can imagine, I can get a sense of what you're saying, like with the, with all the spreadsheets and everything that are people ha- that people are having to use. How much more challenging is that with COVID and the pandemic? Because I can't just, I can't literally just go, hey Tammy, what's in your spreadsheet across the aisle in my cubicle as I'm preparing whatever quarterly statement I need to. That dynamic's completely different, and that exchange of information is different. So. Am I crazy or like, how do you guys think about all this, no. that, all that in terms of what's going on? You are absolutely right. It, I, I got to tell you, and you're going to think this is a little bit weird, but it feels so good to me when I speak to our customers and they say, because we have Blackline, we did not struggle closing our books for the period. We were already using Blackline, using it well. We didn't have to suffer. We, I even had a customer, I kid you not, I have a customer who said, we did so well closing our books with COVID um, because we didn't have to sit in traffic. Yeah, and people were, were working remotely. <laughs> we did so much better. And, and, and the CFO said, and I didn't have to buy them dinner. <laughs> because usually during month in close, you've got all these accountants working late, eating pizza at the office. So the point here is, Blackline makes your processes efficient and allows you to um, work in a way that you're not attached to a desk in the office. So this is the thing that it did, um, that Blackline did for our customers. We made it so that they could continue without missing a beat during a situation like COVID because a lot of our our customers were already used to working from home anyway. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as big of a transition for companies that don't have Blackline Learning how to not, you, you can't just go next door and say, hey, hey, Joe, I need that report that you usually run for me. And so it, was, it really has been a big transition for companies that don't have Blackline. The thing that's really cool, though, is a lot of companies that were thinking, nah, I'm just fine with my spreadsheets. I think that they're learning that really yeah. that is just not sustainable. Yeah, it's report. It's important regardless, right, I think. But double, double click into it for me, too. So you're setting the stage. I mean, I think people get the idea of like, spreadsheets and then there's you what you guys do helps to get you out of that or get you less reliant on that if you double click in you say so technically what is it how is it different i'm guessing this is you're talking it's like a cloud-based solution that enables to keep all this documented in real time that's how that's basically what the software facilitates exactly so think about the full platform and a, a company that doesn't have a black line they may have an, um, an employee who's responsible for, hey, let, let's talk about property taxes. You, you want to talk about property taxes? In retail, <laughs> sure. oh my God, <laughs> property taxes are It's huge. my favorite subject. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was going to talk about it later with Ann, but let's do it yeah, now. But why not? <laughs> so let's just talk about property taxes and, and think about that accountant who's got, um, you know, 500 different properties, or actually that's not even enough, 9,000 right, yeah. different properties. And they've got to, they've got to know, okay, did I pay for that property tax in advance? Or is it one where they're billing me and I don't pay for it until later? And then how much do I need to accrue every period so that I can make sure that my financial statements are accurate? And so you've got to look at it from, from so many different angles and having a tool like Blackline to be able to help you to manage not only when do I need to get this paid, but how do I properly accrue 
for these property taxes or maybe it's utilities, any of these types of expenses where it's, it's not like you get the invoice every single month and all you have to do is just record that invoice and you're done and your financial statements are going to be accurate. You, you get what I'm saying here? I it's do. on us as the accountant to, um, to make sure that our financial statements are accurate. And when you have something like a property tax where you're only billed once a year, you get it. You can't mm-hmm. just book it in one period. Your financial mm-hmm. statements are not going to be accurate. So how are we, the accountants, going to take that, that, that payment, that one payment, and properly reflect it in our financial statements over that period of time? That's the cool mm-hmm. stuff we get to do. No, Tammy, I have a question. Don't you think that's cool? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I do think it's cool, actually. No, that's why we wanted you on the show. I mean, I almost get a cigarette after that conversation. <laughs> that was fabulous. No, I mean, I think what it's introducing to me is also, I think, going back to what we were saying before, the types of things you're talking about, it's property tax or anything. I mean, I got to imagine sales tax is similar, like, as you're looking at that, like, it's all dynamic and it's moving. And it's moving county by county, municipality by municipality. And if you're you know, relying on updating spreadsheets on a consistent basis to make that happen and the transmissions of those spreadsheets to consistently be accurate, I imagine that's a lot of risk financially, quite frankly. And then you add COVID into that, there's even more because now you don't have that person to be like, hey, check this over right down, you know, right down the row or right next to the cube in the cubicle right next to you. I mean, am I thinking about that the right way? Absolutely. And then think about something like cash. Do you, do you know every single, all those cash transactions that need to be reconciled? I kid you not, there are people that are still doing that in spreadsheets. Can you imagine that? I mean, can you imagine the millions of cash transactions and having to make sure that every one of those um, American Express or, or MasterCard or Visa payments, making sure that you actually receive that from your provider? I mean... Right. It's, I mean, it, it's a lot of work and then managing through that in a spreadsheet and doing that remotely um, and emails going back and forth and, and, and trying to manage through that with WebEx or Zoom or whatever, trying to meet with people to, you know, it's, it's, it, it can be a very, um, well, it, there's just having controls over all of that without a tool like Blackline. I just can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Yeah, especially over a certain size. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tammy, I'm curious, you know, we talk about COVID a little bit too, and Chris kind of touched on this as you're managing, you know, more online traffic for sure, selling to more places throughout the country versus, you know, doing business just in your bricks and mortar location. How are you working with companies to help with, um, you know, even some, some of the smaller companies who maybe are just ramping into more store locations or doing more online transactions? How are you helping them as they figure out things like sales tax and and the changing accounting uh, measures that are required as you start doing more more sales online? I'm thinking of like people who are running Shopify platforms who have to be thinking differently about products and and then all the way up to the bigger players as they're they're constantly navigating those changing tax requirements. Absolutely. And so when we work with our customers, this is the thing. We want to work with our customers to automate all of those routine standard processes. Make sure you have automation in place, um, whether it's a journal entry that's routine, whether it's a reconciliation, maybe it's some form of analysis. We want to work with them to get all that stuff kind of out of the way 
so that we have time to focus on, like, think about all the changes that happened during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. You were already doing things manually, and now you have all of these additional considerations that you have to take into account. Even something, let's take an example that I think everyone can pretty much relate to. Let's just sure. say it's bad debt expense. And okay. you, you, you've got a, a policy for bad debt expense, and um, you know right. that if, if, it's, if it's in the 30-day bucket, you're probably not reserving for it. If it's in the 60-day bucket, you've got a certain percentage that you're going to reserve as bad debt. And then COVID happens. Okay, so now all of those percentages that you thought were going to be reflective um, of bad debt for your organization, you've got to reconsider that. You understand right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That your customers' payment patterns are going to be different. There are other considerations because of COVID. My point here is if you have your processes automated, you have those processes, the, the manual routine processes automated, that stuff is happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You and your team can focus on the unknown or the things that are going to happen that, you weren't, that, that are not routine. And that's mm-hmm. where we want to get to as accountants. And that's what Blackline is mm-hmm. doing to work with our customers to get there. Get the routine mm-hmm. out of the way so that your team is empowered to be able to add value at a level um, that requires judgment and um, adds value at a, new, a whole new level for the organization. Yeah, that's and, the management art, right? I mean, that's where the rubber meets. So I thought that's, that's a really good example, too, because that's something that's dynamic and changing probably month to month, quarter to quarter as well. And you're going to, as a management team, especially if you're a public company, you know, have to think about what your position is on that and spend enough time making the decision in regard to that. And sorry. Oh, no, Tammy, I was just curious, you know, this is a pretty large undertaking to, you know, even once you get over the hurdle of just getting to this automated uh, accounting system with Blackline, what, what does that all involve? And you make me feel very comfortable. So, but what, what, if I'm a nervous uh, finance team at a retailer, what should I expect from the process of kind of onboarding with you? Oh, man. So you know what? I got to tell you, when, when I, I was with a customer of Blackline before I joined Blackline. Okay. And the thing, oh, the, wow. The thing I loved the most, it, it's so funny. I think it's funny. But it, it's like when Blackline <laughs> worked with me, it wasn't so much about selling Blackline. It was about helping me do what I needed to do to do my work better. And that's what I love. In my role as the chief transformation officer at Blackline, I get to get out there and work with customers and help them to, and, and, and our customers, there's usually like around, there's six different goals that I've seen every customer. They, they want to be more confident in their financial statements. They might want to close their books faster. They might want to be able to, maybe it's about retaining top talent. It could be about more efficient audits. These are the things that our customers are, are after, and I get to work with them to pursue that. So what does that look like? It looks like um, our, our implementations team working with our customers, not just to implement a software, but to understand from all of the other, um, let's say it's a retail customer, bringing that knowledge from the other retail customers that we've already implemented, bringing those, that thought leadership and those those leading practices to the table and sharing with our other customers, partnering with our customers for a successful finance transformation. That's what we're really about. What does that, what does that look like too for, I think these potential customers too? Cause I think to Anne's point, like, you know, and you said it too, accountants, you know, generally not, you know, kind of risk averse, not, not, not <laughs> the most 
risk-seeking people in the world, the CFOs especially. So like, you know, if they're saying, okay, all this makes sense, but there's some comfort in the fact that I've been doing it a certain way for so long. Like how, how long does this typically take? What does that process look like? If somebody says, Hey, I want to get this started. I believe in what you're saying. Those six things you just mentioned actually make a ton of sense. If I start on day one, what does this look like? What, what types of timing are we talking about here? So you know what, for a, for a full finance transformation, well, first of all, let me just say this. It depends on where you are when you start. Okay? <laughs> right. How many spreadsheets do you have? Yeah. You know, it so you depends on where you are when you start. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because I, I, I got I to be honest with you, a yeah. company that I worked for previously, a company, um, our reconciliations weren't really good reconciliations. And I know you guys are like, yeah, Tammy, whatever. But, but I'm saying that... Um, Blackline helped us to expose that some of the stuff we were doing wasn't quite right to begin with. And so if you're starting from a point where you've got good processes, it's just they're very manual and time consuming and cumbersome, but they are good. You're, you're, you get a head start from someone where I was, where it's like, mm, nope, that's not really a good reconciliation to begin with. So now it's, it's not about black line again. It's about how am I going to get this? I'm gonna, how, what am I going to do for yeah. this underlying process to get to a good quality reconciliation? And the cool thing is black line helps me to get there. So the, I, I want to answer your question. I'm going to tell you for me personally, we, we took a step back and it took us around six months to really get to the point where we had good quality reconciliations. But what I want to do, what I want to point out to you is, the implementation of Blackline, people at Blackline are going to kill me when I tell you this, but we implemented Blackline implementation over a weekend. I think it was like three or four days over a weekend. Seriously. What? I'm not saying, I'm not saying we do that now. This was a long time ago, guys. Right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> but the implementation is just the first step. Then we as accountants, we have to embrace the technology and we have to help our organizations to understand what good quality accounting is all about. And that part of it, that rollout, that that really adoption of the good quality accounting practices, it's not about the software, it's about you as an organization and wh where you are on your journey, that part takes longer. Got it. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, well, let's get you out on there. Got to get you out of here on this and then we'll turn it over to, to Anne and she'll kick off how millennial are you? You said something a few minutes ago that I want to come back to, which is that you were formerly a Blackline customer and you went to work for Blackline. I have talked to quite a few people in your, in your organization over the last, I'd say probably it's been two or three months. I have heard that story now multiple times. Why is that? Is it what you've been saying? Is there anything else you'd put on it in terms of, yeah, there's just something special that kind of captivated me and made me want to do that? Yeah, I just, I really felt like Blackline cared about me I know that sounds kind of, I don't know, corny or something, but I really felt like um, my partnership with Blackline, Black, and let me just say it was back in 2005 that we implemented Blackline at the company I used to work for. So I, I felt like I had a good, strong partner who helped me transform my accounting organization, um, got me promoted. Do I mean, I, they made me look good. And then <laughs> when I was ready to do something different, I just felt like I want to help other customers be able to experience what I experienced. I, I, wanna, I want more people to know about this experience and I want to help them get there. 
Awesome. Awesome. That's great. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's get to know you a little bit more in terms of exactly who the person is behind kind of that feeling. So, and I, this, this is going to be great. I can't wait for this. Tammy, are you ready to play How Millennial Are You? No. Can you be ready? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All that right. was the best first answer of all time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no. All right. The first question is, you're, you're checking out at the grocery store. You're going to go pay for your groceries. What are you using for payment? Cash, credit card, mobile payment, some other form of payment that I maybe don't know about or haven't described. What are you using? You didn't say check. Oh, I didn't. And you lost how millennial are you? I'm just joking. I'm not no, that I'm bad. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm you're, an account- you're an accountant, so I wouldn't doubt that you maybe have a pristine check she, and balance She has the ledger system. in the back of the checkbook yes, all written exactly. out. Right? Like, no, exactly. Exactly. My husband still balances his checkbook. I don't get that. Oh, so my God. I, I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, that's the first husband <laughs> drop we've had in the, in the How Millennial Are You section. That's fantastic. Yeah. But I use credit cards. Okay. Credit cards. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Even with COVID. So if you're still going in and shopping, are you? so you haven't gone like Apple Pay, you know, Samsung Pay, tapping the credit card. No, you still I want to do card. that. I was over in, I think I was in Singapore before this whole COVID thing hit. And I saw people doing that a lot. I was like, yeah. cool, I want to do that. But I don't know how. Okay. <laughs> Not, yet. Right. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> the company's going to show you after this. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tammy, awesome. next question. In the last week, how many times have you ordered food or drinks from an app? None. Not None. one. I, listen, oh. I have got, listen, I am very strict on my diet and I've got this really cool salad that I make at home and okay. I've got, I've got my, my greens and my tomatoes and my cucumbers and my strawberries and my blueberries and that's what I like to eat. So I don't order it. I, I make it at home. And you go and you're getting all of the ingredients. No, With my credit card at the grocery ordering. store. With your credit card. So no, Tammy, you're not on this like Instacart wave or any of the home delivery grocery wave. Okay. All right. No, Tammy, wow. holding it down. Okay. You might Tammy. actually be one of the best candidates for online grocery ordering for future, Tammy. If you ever consider <laughs> if you have the same purchases, you don't even need to, you just one click and order, but we won't force you into right. the repetitive pantry fill. Yes. There's yes. many dynamics here that are at play. Okay. Uh, last question, Tammy. If you could only choose one social platform, which one would you choose and why? My daughters are going to kill me for this. Um, Facebook. That's, that's okay. okay. Why? That's okay. Because they say Facebook is only for old people. But um, anyway, I like keeping I like keeping up with family and friends yeah. on Facebook. So yeah. Facebook's mine too. If it makes you feel any better, so, I thought like, maybe I, can't, I should I can't say get off with Facebook. Uh, I thought I should have said LinkedIn just to be politically correct, but the real answer is Facebook. I'll be truthful. <laughs> we love it, Tammy. Well, I will say you probably are not scoring high on the millennial uh, game. <laughs> you are scoring very high on the reliability and uh, the fun factor. So I think you did a great job playing and you should continue on life just as you're living it with your credit oh, cards you. and, you, and your salads. You're, you will be very healthy and live a very right. long time without a doubt. 
<laughs> that's Thank right. You. I think my favorite part of that too is that the husband got uh, kind of thrown under the bus there on yeah. balancing the checkbook. I thought that was the, that was like one of the best classic moments in the entire Omnitalk Spotlight series. But uh, oh, Tammy, that was fun. That was a blast. I told I said it would be in the beginning, and it turned out to be. Um, hey, if people want to learn more about Black Line, uh, where should they go? Who should they talk to? How can they find out more? Hey, look. I love my customers. So you can reach out to me directly at t.coley at blackline.com. You can visit Blackline's website at blackline.com. And we have a conference coming up. It's virtual, of course, because of the of, of COVID. It's November the 17th um, through the 19th. So please go out to the website, register for the conference. And, and um, those, that's just a couple of ways that you can get in touch with us. But remember, t.coley at blackline.com. I love, love, love to hear from customers directly. Or, or not even customers, anybody who'd like to learn more. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I know. That conference sounds really cool. What's it called again, Tammy? It's Beyond the Black, and it's November the 17th through the 19th. It's virtual. This is the place where all of us accountants get to come together and just have a really good time with um, sharing thought leadership and, and just having a good time with each other. And Trevor Noah is going to be at the conference this year. Yeah, cool, man. Love it. Yeah, so that, I can't wait for that. That'll be fun. Well, hey, thank you so much for uh, being with us today. Uh, for everyone listening, that was Tammy Coley, the Chief Transformation Officer at Blackline. Thank you so much for being with us today. And of course, as always, be careful out there.